0: This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Well, hey,
1: everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. I am joined by your other two hosts, Erin and Rachel today. Hey, ladies. Hello, hello. How are
2: you doing? Hey. Doing good.
1: Yeah. Awesome. No complain. Well, we are so glad that you all are with us today. Um, and if you have been following Mercy Talk for a while, you may remember that back in April, which can we just talk about how long ago, April holy <laughs> cow, um, Back in April, we did a podcast series that was really all about emotions, processing emotions, even reframing the way that we think about um, emotions. And, you know, we we didn't even know in April. We thought we were in the midst of just as bad as things could get. And yeah. we didn't even know what was still to come in the coming weeks and months and you know i just feel like what we were talking about before we started recording today this is just such an emotionally charged Mm. time yeah um for our entire world for um for our country for us i mean i i know so many people right now who are walking through some really dark and hard and difficult times personally with their families with their marriages that aren't even specifically tied to the stuff that's going on in our world around us right now. And so there's just so much going on. And so we thought today Mm -hmm. that we would revisit some of that conversation that we had Mm -hmm. back in April, Um, mainly because we have personally had to revisit that conversation that we had back in April. Um, And I know that for me, I have felt like over these last three, four months, I can't tell you how many times I've actually thought like, I think I'm going crazy. (laughs) Like I, I feel like I'm all over the map emotionally, mentally. I'm just, I'm all over the map. Mm -hmm. And, and so I know that I've had to go back and really be reminded of those things that we just talked about back in April. And, and I, I mean, for me, I realized like, this is where Mm -hmm. the rubber meets the road. We talk about this stuff, you know, we teach Mm -hmm. stuff, we do podcasts and then it's like, but are you going to walk it out yourself? And I just wow. knew for me, like I had to. I had to actually practice what I preach here, and really take some time. And, and I took a, a chunk of time earlier this month um, when I actually had childcare.
2: <laughs> Glory! Thank you, Lord,
1: for <laughs> childcare. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had to take some time and actually spent a few hours one day with the Lord, just processing my emotions with Him. And I remember when I sat down that day, and I just was like, "Lord, I am so." overwhelmed, I don't even know where to start. I'm here. Yeah. I don't know where to start. And and he really did take me back to so many of the things that we shared back in that April series, um, which by the way was based on Chip God's book, Voice of the Heart. If you don't have the book, you should get the book. It's super, okay. super helpful. But at its core, that book really just asked a very, very important question of What if the things that we're feeling, what if the emotions that we are experiencing are actually trying to point us to something? Mm -hmm. Um, that they're actually trying to like signal to us a need or a value or a passion or something that we need to really that we really need to look at Mm -hmm. um, and, and process with the Lord. And so when I sat down that day, I just really felt like the Lord was inviting me um really into that process and inviting me to bring him every emotion that I was feeling and ask him the question, God, what do you want to do with this emotion? Mm -hmm. What do you want to do with my anger? What do you want to do with my sadness? What do you want to do with my fear? Like, I'm going to bring these to you and I'm going to ask you what you want to do with them. And so that was kind of what he invited me into that day.
2: That, I mean, that's, Really good that you did that. I am new to the podcast, so maybe that will come for <laughs> me later when I will actually sit down and apply everything that mm-hmm. we talk about. Because I do remember talking about that going through each emotion and really being intentional and not accidental to to fall into those impaired mm-hmm. versions. Um, for me, I did not do that, and the reason I know that I was full of emotions is we had our first Sunday back at our church. They had it all spaced out because we're still in the COVID crisis time now. Um, And we were all separated out and worship started. And I'm not a crier, but I just bawled. I just bawled the entire worship service. And the whole time I had no idea why I was crying. I had, <laughs> oh. It was not like, oh, I'm gonna finally be able to express this thing I was feeling. No, I think there were so many things mm. that I just, just, uh, I was emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you're like, duh, that's a thing. It's not a thing <laughs> for me. I don't get emotional. I it's don't true. know. I've I, I seen I you cry, Erin. No. No, yep. well, got to come to church, I guess. Got to
1: Got to get in yeah. worship.
2: I guess I hadn't been in like you know time of worship where I could fully express myself in a while. Um, yeah. And So I just cried, and I had no idea why I was crying. Um, I, looking back at at the Chip Dodd material to kind of prepare for this podcast. I was looking back at all of the eight emotions and I can identify now after that crying time, going back and processing, um, feeling anger, like you were talking Mm -hmm. about feeling fear. Um, I think Mm -hmm. I would say maybe I was ignoring my fear too. And Chip Dodd says that when you ignore your fear, it will make you anxious or in denial. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was probably experiencing some of that. Um, I felt some shame. Uh, tells me that I'm limited, that I'm mistake-ridden. I've felt that over the last little while, not just with what's going on with racial injustice, but even with COVID stuff, just am I doing this right? Am I navigating this season correctly? There's just so much tension because we're experiencing so many new things right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt guilt, but uh, as Chip Dodd says, guilt brings freedom. So that's okay (laughs) to be experiencing Mm -hmm. that when we're intentional with it. So I have gone through the full, there's been moments of gladness too. I'll say that there's been moments of gladness, Um, just living in hope and and feeling good about things. But it has been a a very interesting time for me uh, Mm -hmm. to be in this yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, which I think it's really
1: good to mention, um, Aaron, like for anybody who did not hear that series, um, first of all, it'd be, I think really helpful, uh, for people to go back and be able to listen to the series. Cause we broke down each of those emotions that he discusses in the book, but he talks about like, you know, there's, there's these eight emotions and only one of them seems positive. Right. Yeah. Um, So it's like the gladness one is like, well, that's the only one I really want to feel. I don't want to feel the other ones. And so we would, we always associate like positive and negative emotions. And so um, I love, even with what you said, you know, there's moments of gladness, but there's also all of these other things, but that doesn't mean they're all bad. It doesn't mean they're like negative emotions. And that's what he really unpacks. And I thought was super helpful because it's like, there is a gift to all of them. Mm -hmm. And it's a process of figuring out what is the gift of all of these different emotions. So
2: yeah, Yeah. I'll just say on what Melanie was saying, probably also the reason all these emotions are coming up is um, emotions are the indicator of relationship. Mm. And so he talks a lot about that, that emotions show our needs. And when we express Mm. our needs to other, that's how we're in relationship with them. And so right Mm. now there's a lot of needs (laughs) in our world. Um, And so feeling those emotions um, it speaks to our humanity and our humanity is what joins us all together. So mm-hmm. just kind of echoing what you're talking about, that they are positive um, because we need to have them to feel connected yeah. um, and to feel like we're on page with people. And that's what we're trying to do right now in this moment. We're trying to connect and mm-hmm. not disconnect as a mm-hmm. as a nation, as a world, mm-hmm. um, with COVID, with racial injustice, with everything going on the last few months in this mm-hmm. current time. Yeah. yeah but forevermore. Go ahead,
3: Rachel. Well, and Erin, don't sell yourself short because we have, y'all, if you could do like maher- <laughs> Mercy behind the scenes, you know, um, like the B-roll footage, you would see all of us having, you know, just, I mean, there've been many conversations, Erin, that you and I have even had like behind, you know, closed doors in an office of just like working through this and what does this mean and what does this really look like? And I think for me, that has been a, a, one of the biggest revelations is just reframing the way I view emotions. And we've, you know, talked about this many times and it's already been mentioned, you know, like I thought this was bad, but actually like used a word a second ago, Aaron, intentional. When I'm intentional with this emotion and I and I bring it to Jesus, like what you were saying, Mal. And I, I, and I actually go through the process of, of being honest with that, uh, something happens in that process. And we were kind of joking about um, our, our dear friend, Jen Otero uh, and how she uses the word revelation. Uh, and that has been like a revelation to me. But another word that she uses, and I love it is process that God is a God of process because there's something in that process that he does to work and mold us and make us into who he wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And so, In this process of learning about emotions, it has been just such a a good reminder, Erin, you're talking about, I had this overflow of emotions in church and like, I don't know where it all came from, but it came out there. And I think that's just the perfect way to describe it, that there's so much welling up inside of us and stirring within us that what better time to learn, you know, to bring these things to the Lord. And so, you know, we've talked about, again, you can go back and listen to the series. It's fantastic. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the emotions of anger and, um, and sadness. And it's been funny because, you know, sometimes when you, (laughs) not sometimes when you apply these to your life and you go, Oh, wow. Like that's why I was so, you know, angry or that's why I felt so sad. It really, um, is, revelatory, if that's the right word, especially I will say with anger, because he talks about this impaired version of anger, um, and that is depression. So pressing those emotions down. And then a lot of times we we think of rage and we think of anger. But that's just like the explosion of what we haven't dealt with. And then wow. here's one that has been like so convicting uh, is sadness. And you talk about, okay, you don't deal with that sadness. You don't mourn the loss of what matters to you. Well, then you're going to be, you're going to deal with self-pity because you're going to want other people mm-hmm. to do your sad work for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Well. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Read my mail. So it's just been so good. And and I think also, Mel, you already mentioned this before, but there comes kind of this point where we can talk about it and we teach on it and we can talk about it at lunch, even here at Mercy. But it's like when the rubber meets the road, that's an expression, right? When the rubber. It is. is. Thank you. Okay. Um, When it comes (laughs) down to it, are, are we, is this doing anything for us in our own lives. And I've had to kind of really like take a long, hard look in the mirror and go, you know what? Like if I am preaching this to other people Hmm. and I'm not doing this myself, I don't know that I actually believe it as much as I say I do, because then I would be, (laughs) I would be applying this or I would be asking or inviting the Lord and saying, Lord, would you have your way, um, Dude, start with me instead yeah. of trying to fix everybody else.
1: So yeah, I always say like, be careful what you say in front of a group or on a stage or in a microphone because the Lord's going to turn it back around and be like, all right. I know it's, it's so true. You it's, go first. You go
3: first. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You go first. And that's where the biggest revelation comes too. because why would anybody want to believe your testimony? Mm-hmm. If it hasn't transformed your life. And so uh, we were, kind of, we had like an impromptu meeting on the stairwell last week about <laughs> emotions and, and some of this, you know, series, but you shared just some really beautiful things that the Lord had shown you in that meeting that you're talking about, just taking mm. that time to mm. process with the Lord. Would you share, mind sharing some of those? Cause there was some really practical stuff in there too.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, I say like we, I was, I mean, this was hours of time with Jesus. <laughs> that day. Um, and so there was a lot, but as I looked over just like my journaling and kind of what I felt like the Lord showed me, there were a few things that stood out that I thought maybe, maybe there are a lot of people that could connect with some of these things in this season of time. Um, and so a few of the ones that popped out to me was, first of all, yes, the anger piece. I think there's a lot of people who are feeling a lot of anger right now for a variety of things and towards a variety of things. For me personally, there was this anger that was rising up about just how, as I said to y'all very eloquently before, jacked up the world is right now. You know, just there's so much pain. There's so much brokenness. There's sickness. There's dying. Um, there's hatred. There's racism. There's there's all of these things um, that just point to such a broken world. And I was like, I'm angry at the end of the day, my anger right now is towards the fact that this is our reality right now and that this is what we are having to live in. And something that the Lord showed me that day was, Hey, guess what? First of all, your anger is a righteous anger. And it's actually a reflection of my heart Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit living inside of you, because Mm -hmm. there's something inside of you that knows that this is not the way things were meant to be. Yeah. yeah, And so and your anger is for righteousness. Your anger is for things to be right again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that is a reflection of my heart. Um, and so to see it in that light, but also as I know that he talks about some in the book that your anger would actually fuel passion. Mm-hmm. And when I asked the Lord, "What do you want to do with my anger?" It was like, "I'm. I want you." to let your anger fuel a passion to lead more people to me, because guess what? As the Holy spirit invades more people's lives and invite and invades the world more things, transformation will start to happen. So let it fuel a passion for you to bring people to me. Um, Sadness was another huge one, and it was over the same thing. It was just sadness. I'm anger. I'm angry over the state of the world, and I'm also really sad about it, over the pain and the hurt that um, so many people are walking through and have been walking through for a long time. And I know in in the book Chip Dodd says that sadness shows us what we value, Mm -hmm. but it also this this was crazy. It leads us to acceptance, Mm -hmm. and I was like, Lord. I'm going to need you to help me out with this one. What am I supposed to accept right now? You know? Mm. And really I felt like what the Lord showed me was that at some level, you have to also accept the fact that things are not as they should be and will Mm. not be as they should be this side of heaven. That much has been lost that sin and brokenness and pain are the reality that we're living in. It doesn't mean we just kind of like accept it as, well, this is just how things are, let's just go with it. Sure. It still fuels a passion in us to bring God's kingdom to earth, yeah. but there's also um, an importance of truthfully acknowledging the reality of this world, yeah. this side of heaven right now. So yeah. ultimately, ultimately, sadness can actually push us in this season of time toward hope. Mm. I think, and I think that's something that the Lord showed me. It pushes you toward hope because things are going to be as they should be one day.
2: Wow, and so let your yeah. sadness
1: help you truthfully acknowledge things are broken. Okay. That I'm going to let my sadness push me into a place of hope because things aren't going to always be like this, you know? Hey there, friend.
0: Rachel here. We'll get back into the podcast in just a second, but wanted to take a moment to touch base with you. Of course, none of us knows what the future holds or even what this pandemic will look like tomorrow, but. We just want you to know we've been praying for you, as well as for our cities and our world. Our desire is to still provide relevant information weekly. And in these unprecedented times, we want to hear from you even more. So if you have questions or topics you'd like to hear us talk about, please send those over to mercy Talk at mercymultiplied.com. We'd also love for you to check out our new account on Instagram. And you can find us by simply typing in mercy underscore outreach And you can find additional resources and even ways to stay connected with us there. And lastly, I just want to remind you that Mercy Talk is a free-of-charge program. And just like all of Mercy Multiplied, we operate from donors and supporters just like you. If you're able, please consider giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. Thank you so much for listening. Together, we will continue to get through this with the hope found only in Jesus Christ.
1: There was a lot that I was dealing with and just kind of like shame, um, especially Mm. when it comes towards the um, issue of just the racial tension that we're looking at. And a lot of just shame attached to the fact that I'm ignorant I have not moved. I have not acted in this area. I've been quiet for too long. And, and honestly, for me, it started moving into that place of self-contempt, which Chip Dodd talks about. Like mm-hmm. impaired shame can turn into self-contempt. And I knew I was walking that found fine line. But when I asked the Lord about that, I just felt like He was saying, oh, I want your guilt and shame to lead you to repentance, Ooh, to, yeah. lead you to humility. Yeah but ultimately to lead you to a gratitude for the cross mm. <laughs> and a gratitude for the grace of God that covers me, but also transforms me. Yeah. Yeah. So that it would, yes, lead me to repentance and humility as, as mm. guilt should, but then ultimately for me to realize like, what has the Lord given me through Jesus? And thank yeah. you Lord for your grace, you know, that covers. And so, um, and then the last one that I thought, is one that I've been hearing a lot is that fear piece. Aaron, I know you mentioned the fear piece of, of really ultimately not knowing what is still to come and a very unknown future in a lot of ways. Also not knowing what kind of world my son's going to grow up in. And then when I brought that to the Lord, I just felt like he was like, let your fear draw you closer to my perfect love because scripture is pretty clear that perfect love is going to cast out fear. And so when you were living in that place of my love fear has to go. And so um, really, and, and then even when it came to my kid, it was like, let your fear encourage you and inspire you to teach your son to know me and to love me and to follow me so that no matter what he has to face in his lifetime, he's with me. That's he's good. safe. He is covered. He's, you know, and so just that whole piece of It was, it was such a powerful exercise to say, Lord, here's what I'm feeling. And what do you want to do with it? And to hear it like straight from his heart, it's great in the book. It was a helpful guide, but man, to hear some of the ways that the Lord even enhanced that was just a really, really powerful exercise. So anyway, I just hope if people are feeling some of those emotions, I've heard those pretty commonly right now, that maybe that encourages you as well. um, And just kind of what he showed.
2: Yeah. Um, Melanie, I actually want to ask you a kind of impromptu question. And Rachel, you can feel free to respond to this too. It kind of came up as you started talking. Um, you know, we're talking, we have these eight emotions and right now we can kind of look around and see many people experiencing some of those. What would you say about whenever we have the same emotion as somebody else Mm. deciding why they have that emotion?
1: Mm.
2: Do we assume that they have the emotion for the same reason as us? I think we see a lot of anger, oh, but for two very different reasons oh, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Could you just speak? To, I know we talk about that in the Empower Workshop about never saying I completely understand. I just, just kind of want to pull that into this emotional conversation and see if you and Rachel have any. That's good. Mm-hmm. On that. I don't know if that was a question.
1: <laughs> I think
2: it was. Fun, girl. it was. Yeah, it
1: no, was a great <laughs> question. And I think a really important one to bring into this one, which I have always a million thoughts. But, Rachel, do you want to? Oh my gosh. I, have, I mean, Mel, you'd probably say this best. I, I mean,
3: yeah, I think it's to assume that someone else is feeling what you're feeling for the same reasons, uh, you know, is just, I mean, I've done it and I have to be honest with y'all and saying that I struggle not to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even finding that camaraderie and being like, oh, you're, you're, Angry too. You're lonely too. You're fearful, fearful too. Oh, me too. But giving that other person their space to be heard for why they are hurting and not why I want them to be. If that makes, I don't know if that makes sense. But like, you know, so we can either bond over that common shared anger or injustice or whatever my motive is. I need to give them space to let them feel what they need to feel versus what I want them to feel or think that I feel.
1: I don't know if that's helpful,
3: but that's something I have to watch out
1: for, for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm just thinking through like the examples that I just listed. Okay. So I'm, I'm feeling some fear. Well, my fear is associated with like, I don't know what's still to come. I don't know what kind of world my kid's going to be raised in. And I've got fear about that. Right. There are people who are dealing with fear today and that has nothing to do with those things. Yeah. And so I think, and same with all of the examples I just used. I mean, I know a lot of people are angry and sad because we are living in a broken world, but that's not why everybody's angry and sad today. So I think the why of behind the emotions um, is, is vast. I mean, it could be anything, but what I have found through the voice of the heart book, and even just as I've processed voice of the heart with other people, some here on mercy talk, but I also had read that book years ago and talked to it with people. There is some there is a piece of like kind of what he shares in there that's that's a little more universal, so fear, mm-hmm. for example, is a good one, you know fear, or no, no, it was sadness. I think sadness shows you what you value, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think no matter what the source of your sadness is, a lot of i mean it kind of can always go back to that, so I think yeah, there's that piece you know. of saying you know specific to maybe even that resource, you know he breaks down each emotion. And talks about the gifts of each emotion and then the impaired version of each emotion, which again, we won't go through today, but you can get all of that in that series that we did in april um, and by and large, I feel like that stuff is fairly universal. yeah um, I don't know many people who've read that or who've been introduced to those thoughts to be like, "Well, that's not how I experience it, you know, so I think don't you know you can get me on a soapbox about like trying to act <laughs> like you know what somebody else is going through,
2: yeah, well. Even as and it's a even good soap as soapbox, it's good. <laughs> it is a good soapbox. And even as you guys were talking, I actually had uh I just remembered that I actually had this happen where I felt like I was relating with a friend when we got together, um, specifically after all this racial injustice stuff started really coming to a peak. And she was like, I'm angry. I was like, I'm angry too. And I started to express why I was angry and then she cut off and kind of expressed hers and we realized we were on. Uh, we were not angry for the same reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And to be honest, what that did to me is it just turned me off. Mm. Uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just not going to express this to her right now because I don't know how
3: uh, to relate on this.
2: Mm. Um, but I think I've done that with a lot of emotions. If I don't know how to handle that emotion or how to express it, I just turn it off mm. or I tr- turn it off as if we <laughs> have the choice. But you just ignore it or, you know, I'm just going to put that in the corner. I'm going to just kind of escape this right now. Um, maybe come back to it later. Maybe never, um, mm-hmm. or you know, it will come out sideways. So uh, mm-hmm. if the if the the right thing happens at the right time, or should we say the wrong thing
1: happens <laughs> right. at a bad
2: time, right? Um, yep. Just at that perfect moment, it will yep. explode. And I would say even yeah, I could have exploded on that friend <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because we were on opposite sides of of something that was important to me. And if mm-hmm. we had talked about it much more because I hadn't taken maybe the time to really understand where my emotions were. I could have, Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, just throw in that out there. I've experienced that and not, and not going in assuming that you have the same yeah. reason, but just being able to listen to each other. I think that was really good advice. Yes. Yes. Um, it's very, good. very good advice. Yeah. That's yeah. good.
3: For sure. And even Jerome talked, they talked about that last week about giving space to really listen and giving, I think maybe, I don't, I don't want to assume, but what I hear you saying is how, you know, when somebody else feels differently than you do, how do you work through that? It can be Mm -hmm. the same emotions, but for different reasons. And one thing Jerome did say last week was just giving space for that um, and, and letting that
2: be okay. Uh, So anyways, that was for me. No, you're you're right in being able to recognize that the emotions are real, right? That we we can't deny them, we can't stuff them down, and just just to be able to recognize that in other people, like I recognize your humanity to have these emotions for whatever reason you have them, sure. And then I recognize my own, Um, and then taking time. I think really what we're getting to in this whole thing is is take time by yourself to be honest Mm -hmm. with your emotions. I think what Melanie has talked about, at least for me, listening to it, I'm like, wow those, some of the revelations you shared, Melanie, they really are. Yes. Some of it is like, okay, that, that you could logic that out. Some of it's just a God revelation because mm-hmm. you took time to sit with the Lord. And he's like, look at what opportunity is here. Mm-hmm. If you will be honest and sit with this and not try to push it down, not try to numb it. Um, I think that's, that's so, yeah. so powerful. Um, yeah. I hope we can well, all do that.
1: Really, What he showed me through that was <laughs> as I spent all that time with him and I'm kind of like, needed to go pick up my kid. And you know, I'm like wrapping up. I just felt like the Lord was like, Hey, guess what? The point of you doing all of this was not so that you could get out of the emotions. It wasn't Mm -hmm. to say, okay, come and process your anger and sadness with me so that you don't feel angry and sad anymore. It wasn't that at all. I really felt like he was reminding me that the goal was was really for me to see his purposes and what I'm feeling. He wants to actually use those emotions to grow me, but also to impact change in the world around me. And so he, he reminded me that like, I'm still going to feel these emotions. Sure. The, the point of all of this wasn't to like get out of the emotions. It was just to show the purpose of them. And so like I'm still going to feel anger rise up in me. I'm still going to feel sadness and fear. But because I did spend that time with him, I felt like, okay, now when those things rise up, I know what to do with them. And mm-hmm. I can remind myself of what God has showed me. Sure. he wants to do with those emotions. And so they really did, like I said, just gave me a level of purpose in my feelings mm-hmm. um, because I was allowing them to fuel me and steer me towards like good and, yeah. and to push me to him. And so that yeah. was actually the point at the end of the day. That's so good. I love that.
3: Um, I mean, that's a perfect segue into our practical piece because that is hey. so practical, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, in all of this, it would do probably I mean, it's always helpful to hear someone else's story. but I think when you can hear someone's story and go, Oh, they did this and it worked for them, I could try it too. That mm-hmm. is a real game changer. I know it is for me. Uh, and so we want to, of course, share a couple practical pieces from what Mel has shared today uh, and kind of leeway with this leeway, lead leadway, lead with this verse. um in matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty, this has been. Uh, you know, transformational and this whole process of emotions and processing with Jesus. And it says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you, give you rest. Mm -hmm. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Mm -hmm. And so in the process of processing, one thing the Lord has really been driving home has been to to not rush or be in a hurry to try to fix things. Kind of like what Mel was saying, that the goal is not to never feel this way anymore because newsflash, we live in a broken, fallen world and you will feel these things again, unfortunately um, But to take on the way of Jesus and the way of Jesus oftentimes, oftentimes um, involves a slowing down, a pausing, a waiting, and a listening. And so one of the things that we wanna just encourage you to do is to get along with the Holy Spirit like Mel did. Uh, and it doesn't have to be in a coffee shop. It can be in your car. It can be wherever, uh, just somewhere where you can turn off distraction and you don't have to be in a hurry to spend time with him and just really taking the time to ask Lord, I'm feeling this way. What is the reason or the cause behind this? And an easy practical way to do that is even with two-way journaling, writing down those questions and then giving space and time for the Lord to, uh, to really speak to you there. Mm-hmm. And then another thing we want to encourage you with is who could you be vulnerable with in this journey of working through your emotions? And this is a whole nother topic of vulnerability and intimacy and being close in a relationship, kind of like what Aaron was hinting at earlier. Um, but this is a really practical, but also very hard exercise because it means you're going to be admitting your need. You're going to be revealing yeah. a weakness, but it is such a healthy practice to go, Hey, I am feeling that da, da da. I am processing that. Would you listen to me? Would, can I share my heart with you? Uh, and again, doing this with a safe person with someone who is obviously they can keep confidence, but someone who, who loves you and knows you and, and wants more for you than from you, and all of those good things. Wow. Um, but we just want to encourage you with those two in working through your emotions and processing to be honest with the Lord, and then ask the Lord, who else could you be honest with? Yeah, yeah.
2: Like yeah and, to, and to kind of sum us up here, just to say emotions are a part of humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have a desire to be at peace, but we also have this desire to be emotional <laughs> um, and, and to experience that. Um, And as we experience emotions, uh, I think it's so much part of the Christian walk to walk with other people in their emotions Mm. um, and to really hear them and listen, to see the places where I can turn off and on an emotion, but somebody else can't. They Mm. can't get away from it. And it's our job to wrestle with them with that, with the stuff of this world, with the emotions that we're feeling, um, to recognize, okay, they can't turn this off, how can I walk with them in this how can i listen to them how can i help them to find the lord as we have found um, that we can do whenever we Mm. process our own emotions that the lord has something really powerful to talk to them about yes Um, with that we've got to go for today it's been such a good one talking about emotions and we'll be back next week with another episode of mercy talk thank you guys everybody for listening see you then bye
0: We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a non nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.